This is In the Word, On the Go, the podcast where we look at one verse from God's Word for 10 minutes of your day. Welcome to In the Word, On the Go. I'm Champ Thornton, your host. Whether you're listening by yourself or with a family, this podcast is here for you to spend 10 more minutes in God's Word while you go about your day. In each episode, I get to interview one person about a favorite verse from the Bible. And today I'm thrilled to welcome back my friend Samuel Beerig. Sam serves as the Dean of Spurgeon College, where he's also an Assistant Professor of Biblical Studies. He is an elder at Liberty Baptist Church and holds degrees from Southern Seminary and Washita Baptist University. He's the author of several books and is married to Mallory, and they have three children, Abby, Levi, and Owen. Sam, welcome back to the podcast. Hey, thanks. I'm really glad to be here and uh, ready to look at this verse. Well, let's do it. What verse do you have today? So today we're going to look at uh, Jonah 117, uh, which reads, The Lord appointed a great fish to swallow Jonah, and Jonah was in the belly of the fish three days and three nights. Sam, I know you love the Old Testament. You're a Hebrew scholar. I remember taking Hebrew and looking at Jonah and just as a bit of trivia before we get into it, I remember sure. really laughing to learn that the Hebrew word for fish is actually pronounced dog. That's so right. So all That's of a sudden, Jonah is now getting swallowed by a huge dog, which That's I had no, had no clue, but actually it means yep. fish. So yep. having said that, let's get down to the serious conversation. What is going on in this verse? How would you put it in your own words? Yeah, um, I think in, if we were to rephrase this, we could say that it means essentially, despite your rebellion, Jonah, I am going to extend immense and depthless mercy uh, to you in a most unlikely fashion. That's how we could um, actually rework that passage. It does obviously hinge off of the whole narrative, so we may be able to touch mm-hmm. on that a bit, but that, that's what's happening in this verse. Yeah, let's do that. What is the narrative here? What's the context of this verse? Yeah, so in Jonah, everything up to this verse is actually sweeping towards judgment. That's that's what we're kind of poised and coiled to read mm-hmm. is, man, there's a storm. God is coming to collect his prophet, and this is the last stage of that, and he's about to be destroyed because you don't mess with God, right? I mean, mm-hmm. that's that's what's actually happening. And then verse 17 shows up in the most unlikely way, and he's actually swallowed into God's mercy is what's happening here instead of like, okay, God appointed a fish to bite Jonah in half, like in good riddance, because that's, <laughs> that's, the, that's the last of him. You don't mess with the Lord. But instead, God shows up with this magnificent mercy and gives him a, another chance, essentially. So yeah, that, that's kind of how the, the narrative is sweeping towards this verse. That's great. Well, let me read it again. This is Jonah chapter 1, verse 17. I'm reading from the Christian Standard Bible. It says, The Lord appointed a great fish to swallow Jonah, and Jonah was in the belly of the fish three days and three nights. So, Sam, what's the story with you and this verse? Why is this verse important to you? Man, it's been a surprise to me, right? So it's often a passage and a verse that's buried in a lot of unusual questions that are culturally bound up in... um, just, hey, can a man live in, in, a, in a fish for three days? Uh, and, and in the passage, this is not a problem at all, right? Sure. So the longer I studied this, the more I realized, well, this is an act of mercy. That's what, and that's been buried under these mm-hmm. questions that don't necessarily apply. And so it's a verse that has, um, it's really arrested me for about three years now of just realizing if God is really like this, uh, if he's really this kind and he's going after Jonah just relentlessly, um, with his mercy, 
then maybe I am a Christian. Hmm. Maybe, maybe if God is this good to us uh, and this kind, then, then maybe he's that kind to me. And so it's been a real boon to me, a real kindness to me in, in this verse. So it's really great. So, you know, what I hear you saying is for all we talk about this big fish, and I mean, it really is a fascinating story to read, especially when you're in Sunday school and there's maybe a, you know, a picture up on the screen or something of this great big fish and Jonah getting swallowed. It's fascinating, but really, if all we see is the fish, we're missing the point, right? Like you said, it's right. about God's mercy to Jonah and then right. ultimately this mercy to the whole city of Nineveh that Jonah's getting sent to. Right. Yes. So if you were to sit down with your family and yep. say, all right, Abby, Levi, and Owen, we're going to talk about Jonah 117. Yeah. What would that sound like in light of God's mercy? Yeah, I would want them to grasp that God is utterly unlike you, right? He's utterly even unlike daddy, you know, in the sense of I am fickle at points. I'm inconsistent in my discipline and in my love. And God seems to have never run out of love even when he started, right? I mean, he, he has... He's dished out so much love on this world, and yet he's no less uh, loving than he was when he started, right? Mm. And so I would want them to see that this, this man, this very rebellious prophet, is actually receiving magnificent, copious amounts of God's mercy, um, and that's what God's like. And, and so you can assume that you don't need to run from the Lord like mm. Jonah does, but rather that you can run to him because he is like this. He is merciful. And so we want to run out of the dark into the light. So, yeah, that's how I would try to break that down for them. I love that. So we might not think that God is merciful. We might just be aware of the storm that he's put us in or that we right. put ourselves in, in a sense. So how would we misread this verse? If we turned it upside down, how might yeah. we be tempted to read this verse or to misread God? I mean, that typically comes to, to your question with focusing more so on uh, like almost apologetics questions, right? Mm -hmm. Can a man live in, in, a, in a fish for three days? Which of course, is not a problem for God, right? Sure, so he exactly. he is resurrected, overcomes death, he creates the whole world, you know, with a few words. Like there's no there's no question there. But the but the issue is uh, we're seeing the entire heart of God here in in one little preposition, just T and O, right? But he doesn't appoint him to destroy him. He doesn't appoint this fish to destroy him. Instead, he swallows him, you know, in his mercy. And so that's what we what's kind of on the line if we don't read this quite right and we miss the whole narrative because we're focused on sort of an apologetics question instead of what's actually happening in the verse, which is, man, this is insane. Like God is actually this merciful with this guy who doesn't even want it. He doesn't even want this mercy. Hmm. Um, he's, he's running from the Lord. So Sam, it's so good to have you on the podcast again. And yeah. thank you for pointing us to Jonah 117 and the mercy of God that chases us down, even when we're running right. from him. Yeah. That is good news all the time. So would you just close our time by praying this verse for all of us? Absolutely. Father, thank you so much uh, that you are utterly unlike us. Uh, you do not, you're not fickle. You're not inconsistent. But rather, we see uh, ourselves in, in Jonah very much. Uh, we recognize that he is running like we so often do in our sin. And then even when we do sin, we, we run from you. And so you are chasing him down. He has, he has sprinted and swam and sunk his way as far away from you as possible. And yet you still go after him. And so help us to recognize that this is what you're really like. You're not faking it. Um, but rather we can trust you, uh, that, that you are in every way um, stronger, more powerful, more merciful than us. And, and you're not fickle and you come after us and you love us. Um, and these are the things we can trust about you, even when our flesh says otherwise. In Jesus name. Amen. 
Thanks for listening to In the Word on the Go. For more information about this podcast or to listen to past episodes, visit wordonthego.net.